0: Before we begin, I want to thank General Motors for their collaboration and sponsorship of this episode. You can learn more about General Motors' commitment to fostering diversity, equity, and inclusion at GM.com.
1: But when the coronavirus crisis hit the U.S., claiming lives and jobs, work across Hollywood dried up.
2: Not the certainly the epicenter of the United States, if not the epicenter of the world in terms. I think of we just got uh, we got to take that title, bro. We got to take it. We are the world champions of COVID nineteen right now.
0: How has your writing life been through quarantine? I think race is going to be an even bigger factor in our scripts now. I now have a chance to write what I want to see on screen. I don't even think we're going back to the writer's room.
3: As a writer, I'm trying to figure out what the thing I'm doing here has to do with what's happening out there in the world.
0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to More Than That with Gia Peppers. I'm Gia Peppers, and I'm excited that you guys have decided to listen to this new show. A little bit about me I've been an on air talent and entertainment journalist for the past eight years. I've hosted shows, I've covered events mostly surrounding black culture. Everything from sports to faith, entertainment and media and everything in between, which is why I'm so excited about this new show, More Than That. You're going to go on a sonic journey with me as I work my way through different subjects and ideas while celebrating the black experience. You'll hear me talk to my friends, family, experts, celebs, and everyday people so I can get more insight, clarity, and dig deeper. Because we know there's always more than that. It's not a monolith we have so many places that we can go and especially in the year that we survived in 2020 we knew it was so important to continue to build on that change and have conversations about the people and the things that are shaping the future of black america first up i'm exploring black hollywood I'm curious about our New Testament. With the Black Lives Matter movement and more attention being paid to equity across all industries, things are starting to look different. I'm seeing more Black shows, Black writers, executives, and creatives being centered daily. I know there's still so much work to be done, but this New Testament represents our families and our communities. It's the village that keeps on giving. Our legacy is being written right now by the people helping to shape the future. This New Testament has been challenged yet again by a pandemic that forced hollywood to shut down with lives being lost every single day and a national racial reckoning inciting truth all across this country what happens now i know that in our culture when black people are put to the test our creativity and resilience shine through In many ways, that's exactly what I'm seeing right now. I've got to talk to some more people about this to really understand what do our stories look like on screen to reflect the black experience right now? And how do black creatives cope within an industry that is drastically changing every single day?
3: But I always try to remind myself when I walk into a room and whoever I meet, my mother already, my family, they already paid the price. So what you tripping for? You know, anybody else? And if anybody else is tripping, then you tripping. I ain't tripping. When I leave this earth and I try to get into the Negro artist section of heaven, when they ask me, what did you do with your blessings? I want to be able to say.
0: (laughs) Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Wow.
3: That that I did my best. That's what I want to be able to say.
1: Number one. Make sure that you're showing up with your content in excellence, okay? This conversation you and I are having is not for the mediocre, okay? So all of this creating demands, insisting upon them. Don't walk into no space trying to boss up around these terms when you have not produced excellence, when you are sitting in mediocrity, okay? So that's first and foremost. And I really want people to be honest with themselves, Gia, about the level in which they are producing content. So once you get that together and you know that you're really showing up in excellence, what you are bringing to the content space is unique. It is it is something that no one else can do like you can do it again. You can give them the recipe, but it ain't going to taste the same when you're in that Mm -hmm. lane. When you in that lane, and I know you know the lane I'm talking about, Gia Peppers, mm-hmm. then that's when you can go upon this insistence I speak of. Okay, so
0: this is my homegirl, Ebony. She is a TV host, best-selling author, and an attorney, and she's in the same boat as me. We've both been filming remotely, and we're honestly so blessed to still be able to work. Anyway, Miss Ebony K. Williams is that girl, so I knew she'd have a lot to say about how creatives can really level up in Black Hollywood. In your mind, where would you like to see the future of Black Hollywood go?
1: Well, I really am quite encouraged at the direction I see Black Hollywood going in, Gia. I think I love this intergenerational moment we're having where people in their teens, their 20s, their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, even 70s and 80s, uh, look at the the dame, Cicely Tyson, we just lost, infiltrating um, this cultural moment as well as anybody. It's really a cool thing. I think it's our superpower as a people. A lot of other cultures phase people out and age people out. Um, Black folks just get that 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 is our superpower and our strength. So I love that. I would love us to continue in the model of the Jason Lees and um, you know d- d- brothers Joe Budden and Charlemagne the God in this black ownership model, mm. uh, making sure that that we at some point, when your skill set is where it needs to be, you insist upon retaining some level of ownership of your masters. I'm sure many of us have have seen one night in Miami right? The, the great yeah. Regina King directed film on Amazon Prime. And you hear Sam Cook talking about I own my masters. That's not just a good scene, y'all. That is a template. That is a generational template for how we as Black creatives need to, to march forward.
0: Okay, guys, like I said, Ebony knew what to say. She's a pastor as far as I'm concerned. Make sure you guys tithe by following her on all things because she's out here really working. And speaking of people who are doing the work, we heard earlier from Anthony Sparks, who is the head writer and the showrunner of Queen Sugar, one of my absolute favorite TV shows since we're talking about TV shows. Now I want to revisit that conversation because it was so inspiring. Check out how he has been working through the pandemic and making sure that that we are reflected authentically on screen. We have a lot to talk about in a little bit of time, so I'm going to dive right in to talking about Queen Sugar, which you are the showrunner and writer of, um, which is such an incredible show. We've seen the borderlone family go through so much in four seasons, <laughs> yeah. and we are so excited for season five. But obviously, we just experienced one of the most unprecedented, insane years ever mm-hmm. uh, in 2020. And during the quarantine, you decided to rip up the completed script of season five and write a completely new storyline to better reflect the Black experience of 2020. What was the final straw that made you decide to start over? What moment really made you say, okay, this is an obsolete script?
3: (laughs) Well, I got to give credit where credit is due. So the creator of the show, the wonderful uh, Ava DuVernay, is the one who actually sort of started those conversations. I sort of knew that we were going to have to have a conversation about what are we going to do with the season. When we stopped down, we were in the middle of the second episode of the original season five and the storylines that we had. And then the world turned upside down and imploded, right? Um, both with the pandemic and with the racial reckoning. And then, you know, it's an election year. It's, it just became clear that if there was any show on television that was going to think about how to address, not just in a very special episode, but like literally sort of put our cast of characters in this moment. We felt it was Queen Sugar. You know, I try to be a brave and bold um, writer and producer and showrunner, but I would say that This made me even more so, more unapologetic about making sure that we are seen. Because that's one of the things about the pandemic, right? With regard to Black and Brown people, is that we're suffering the worst of it. And yet you're somehow not really seeing us. We're kind of, we became invisible, uh, but vulnerable to death at the same time and sickness. And so I was like, this is an opportunity for us to. Through this dramatization of this fictional family, but everybody knows who these characters are. Everybody knows a Ralph Angel. Everybody knows a Charlie. Everybody knows, you know, some aspect of Nova, because Nova is a whole thing, right? <laughs> but,
0: Nova but, is a truth teller you know, by any means necessary.
3: <laughs> I know, right? Everybody, certainly everybody knows an Aunt Vi and uh, Hollywood. And yet we were not seeing those people being prioritized in the landscape of the pandemic. And so that's what we're doing. So it made me go harder, made me be bolder, even more committed to telling the truth, Um, but in a way that wasn't about it being down, but in a way that was uplifting, but uplifting without compromising the truth, if that makes any sense. And because I believe there's uplift involved in presenting the truth of what we go through and in our lives. And because I think Black people are basically like, like, I think we as a people, we're like a walking miracle. I really do. We are. literally.
0: My friend Brittany Packnett Cunningham says that all the time. Yes, she literally says we're walking miracles. Every Black person you meet is a walking if we,
3: miracle. If you're here, you're still here, and you live living at all and are making it day-to-day, especially in this pandemic, I, I truly, truly believe that. And so I wanted to put as much as we could with the platform that we have a little piece of that miracle on the screen. That's where motivation comes in and purpose comes in. And I feel so connected to why I've been blessed with a career as a TV writer and showrunner and producer is to create images and stories that say, I see you, I see us.
0: Let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. Mm -hmm. The thing about all of this is the way we see our place in the world and the way we see ourselves is our own power in and of itself. This drive is rooted in what's good for us, how we move through and tell our own stories. But it's more than that. General Motors proudly supports building positive change together. General Motors aspires to be the world's most inclusive company and is committed to helping create a clean, safe, and equitable world for all. Learn more at gm.com. Ah, that was so beautiful. Thank you, Anthony, for your words there. Ugh. Filled my soul. Okay, what a huge responsibility it is to tell our stories, but it's also such an honor to be able to represent us on screen and to give perspective on the experiences from and within our communities. Are things changing in Hollywood? Besides Anthony, what other change agents are out there? There's gotta be more. The minority share of the U.S. is growing at a steady rate annually, and studies do show that as America becomes more diverse, there is a greater demand for diversity in television and film. Is that the case in writers' rooms all across the country?
2: Well, when people say diversity in the writers' room, typically what they mean, whether this is accurate or not, is they mean people of color in the writers' room, uh, writers of color. Now, (laughs) that's what they mean. Diversity is a result, not a adjective for writers of color. (laughs) You know, if you have a diversity of opinion, have a bunch of different opinions it's not a Adjective for what the opinions are themselves. So that's what people mean when they say diversity. But when you refer to diversity as a code word or for as another name for meaning writers of color or actors of color or whatever, but that can perpetuate this notion of otherness that there is this normal set of writers or this normal set of actors or this normal set of crew people that is the default. And then there's the The diverse people, (laughs) which which are just the other people who happen to be people of color. It is a good goal, however, when you're using that term correctly, that sure, it is a good goal. You want a diversity of opinion. You want a diversity of ethnic groups in your writer's room. And you also want to get a good selection of sort of intersectionality of all those things, women, LGBTQ, ethnic groups people from cities versus rural areas. You know, these kinds of things that contribute to what the word diversity actually means in terms of a range of opinions, viewpoints, backgrounds, and experiences.
0: Shakri is a writer and producer who hosts a podcast about the growing significance of diversity in the film and television industries.
2: It's important that Black voices are represented on and off screen For a couple of reasons. I think number one is because historically they have not been represented, especially as it comes to the proportion of Black Americans that consume television and media. And it's not just important that Black people are represented, but it's important that we represent all walks of life that exist and participate in our society and that are part of our society. Because Film and television are supposed to be representative of the worlds in which we live and the communities in which we live, the neighborhoods in which we live, the stories in which we live. Our human existence is an existence that is not just an existence of white people. That is not just an existence of males. It is not just an existence of straight people. It is not just an existence of people who identify as binary genders. Our society happens to be an existence that, as I mentioned earlier, has a wide range and a diversity of experiences. And you only get better stories when you seek to tell stories from those points of view. You only get better stories and more representative stories. And we do this thing writing and producing and presenting material, artistic material, film, television, whatever. We only do this so that people can connect to the material, engage with the material, have an emotional response to the material. We are in the emotion delivery business. And you can only do that effectively if you reflect the people who are watching. And it doesn't mean that like, you can't have an emotional, I'm black, I can't have an emotional response to a white character. Of course I can, but you're better served by also being inclusive of uh, you have more of a chance uh, let's put it this way to to reach more people, the more inclusive you are.
0: It's so good to hear from Shakri. I knew I needed his perspective on this, but I still wonder what happens now that opportunities are opening up for black creatives. We're talking a little bit about how this moment will be in our history books. At the end of, hopefully, this decade, they'll have updated the history books to reflect how we survived and thrived um, and and how Black folks made it through yet another trying time in in our community's collective uh, history. And
3: then save the country, basically, on top of it come November. Like, I mean, literally literally, you could argue... We literally like thank you black people in Detroit, thank you black people in Philadelphia, thank you black people in Atlanta, thank you black people all over the country. Literally, can we can we get can we get you know a day where we at least get free drinks you know at Starbucks or something like what?
0: Free drinks, free therapy, free massages. I would right. just love a full day right. where black folks could walk into a place, something right. where it's like, yeah, we deserve, a, especially with the November elections. During the Black Lives Matter movement, everybody was trying to make sure that they were saying that Black Lives Matter. Yeah. And a lot of people did turn that into grants, opportunities, changing their board around. Um, and in Hollywood, we saw, you know, all these creatives get some shine, some recognition, yeah. there were all these lists about how many creatives and writers to follow of color and who are Black. But a lot of people also, we've seen this before, we want to make sure that it's not fleeting. Right. Um, and so... What would you say to this moment in Hollywood to ensure that writers, creators, directors of color make sure that this moment isn't fleeting and that when we get the door open, we keep it open? How do we do that?
3: One of the benefits of me working alongside Ava DuVernay in the last five, six years has been her lack of fear has been an example. And so in that way, I'm, I've always been that sort of quietly in my own little platform. She has a larger platform that she's built and has been blessed with, you know? And so I take inspiration from that. I mean, I recently, you know, sold a show and I literally walked into the room and I said, look, this is the anti-white savior show. I literally said that to them, you know? And everybody didn't want to hear that, you know? But enough people did where, so I feel like with our community That's a wind at my back, and it allows those of us like me who have, again, been blessed to be able to go into the room and say, look, this is what I want to do. Do you want to support it? I do it with no apologies now. I'm not apologizing at all. Like, And either you want to be a part of it and you want to support me or you don't.
0: So you already talked a little bit about you know what you hope Queen Sugar contributes. We're excited to see what season five will bring to us. Give me the date one more time, so everyone can. It is Tuesday,
3: Tuesday, February sixteenth on the Oprah Winfrey Network on OWN. Uh, Please, please come
0: back. And I think that is the perfect way to wrap this up because I legit. You know, I'm so grateful that you came on today. I am so full after those conversations and those powerful insights. Thank you to Anthony, Ebony, and Shakri for being a part of this. One of my favorite takeaways was when our girl Ebony preached and said that we got next and we got now. If you're a Black creative, if you're in Black Hollywood, if you're an executive, a storyteller, a writer, please know that we have to own this moment. We have to make more room at the table and we have to keep creating things that authentically reflect us in television and on every screen really i'm so excited for this episode thank you so much for tuning in and thanks again to general motors for sponsoring this episode of more than that with gia peppers visit gm.com for more on their commitment to becoming the most inclusive company in the world if you like what you heard don't forget to give us a good rating and subscribe to get new episodes directly to your feed we'll see you again next week